0: Hello everybody and welcome to episode 99 of UFO Encounters Worldwide. This is your host Jesse Peake, MUFON field investigator in the state of Pennsylvania, city of Philadelphia. And today we welcome special guest Samuel Chong to discuss the book The Theoba Prophecy. We'll also be getting into ET-friendly warnings, ET technology, and a whole list of other things that that Samuel will be explaining today. So, as we always say, strap on them seatbelts, we're going for a ride. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Episode 99 of UFO Encounters Worldwide. This is your host, Jesse Peake, MUFON Field Investigator in the state of Pennsylvania, city of Philadelphia. And Today's episode is sponsored by author and experiencer Kevin J. Briggs' book, Spiritual Consciousness, A Personal Journey. You can get that over at our website at ufoencountersworldwide.wordpress.com. Today, I want to welcome our special guest, Samuel Chang to discuss the book, The Theoba Prophecy, ET-Friendly Warnings, and ET Technology, among a lot of other things. Samuel, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me here, Jesse.
0: Absolutely. I was looking very uh, uh, looking forward to talking about this with you because the book talks about a lot of um, interesting aspects of the phenomenon itself. Um, So I guess we could start out. How did you get involved into this field? Where where did it catch you at?
1: I mean, when I was in China, I was always fascinated by the mysteries of the world, like who built the Great Pyramid, the Bermuda Triangle, and also some of the things that uh, Seem to be very strange to us, like ghosts. Some people claim they can see ghosts. I thought that if the ETs or UFOs could come and visit us, they must have advanced technologies and they would have all the answers to the questions that we all have. So in my subconscious mind, I was always looking for books written by ET contactees. So back in 2014, I searched on Amazon and I found this book, The Oba Prophecy, that answered all the questions that I had before so i checked the book out and i couldn't put the book down because it really uh shocked me to where we are at right now because um according to the et uh, we are at a very critical moment of time in history if we have if we don't make the right choices then we are going to be heading a catastrophe
0: so do you think that they are here to warn us and give us advice is that what you get out of it
1: Yes, uh, friendly ETs uh, who have been monitoring and mentoring us throughout history, as documented by the uh, ancient scriptures in the Bible, like uh, according to this book, uh, the Jovens who took the other Michelle and Marque to their planet were the same group of people, the Jews, um as written in the Bible, who really uh, were responsible for the destructions of the two cities, Sodom and Gomorrah who led Moses, leading the Hebrews out of Egypt, uh, the Exodus, and also the birth of Jesus and Christ, and also a few other things, um, historical events that they were involved in.
0: Okay, and I also seen that there's something like 147 different ETs in our Milky Way galaxy. Could you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, that's the minimum number. The, uh, there are at least 147 different ETs in our Milky Way galaxy as seen by Michel de Marquet when he was on the planet for nine days, he saw, you know, golden doko, like a golden dome shaped uh, structure that there are floating uh, like 147 corpse of uh, different ETs, um, important uh, kind of uh, historical figures on different planets. They all looked uh, differently from people on earth. And he also saw the body of Christ on, on, on the planet.
0: So, are all of these ETs here to give us that friendly advice and to kind of guide us, or is there different agendas in all this?
1: Not necessarily. I mean, uh, most of the ETs were just uh, pure observers watching us and how we evolve. But this group of ETs, the Theobans or the Jovens, they actually were responsible for guiding us and, and just to lead us to a more spiritual path, the ways of uh, how we live. How we live more spiritually, have more brotherly love and and universal love, and um, the other ETs were just uh, kind of uh, seeing how we evolve and and as uh, people who don't intervene. And um, but there were there was also another group of ETs called the Greys, who uh, according to Michel de Marquet, um, kind of. Uh, put implants on certain people uh, about 150 or so by the year 1995 just to see how we respond to our increasingly decreased immune system because they have the same problem and their dying race coming from pl- category one planet and they wanted to use the implants to see how we respond to the same situation because we have been losing our immune system immune system since 1948.
0: So they're actually just doing this to observe us and to see how we react. It's not like, yes. it's not
1: a bad thing necessarily. That's right. According to the field, bench, uh, the implants don't harm us and they have been monitoring the activities of the grays just to ensure that they don't cause any harm to us. Okay. And these grays were also the
0: same ones that have crashed here, so like Roswell and Aztec, New Mexico, correct?
1: Yes, uh, and the government, the U.S. government, has been collaborating with them, trying to get their technologies. I mean, in my mind, I think the U.S. government, if really want to, if we really want to learn uh, the technologies and uh, the more advanced technologies, we should learn from the masters. We shouldn't learn from the peers. We shouldn't learn from the greatest who also come from a category one planet. We should want, learn from the humans, because the humans can travel. Uh, at the speed a few times faster than the speed of light to, to get to us. They also know how to use uh, transubstantiation, uh, or what we do call the technology for teleportation, to travel uh, from one space into another space. So they have a different technologies, um, as documented in this book, Theoda Prophecy, that can really benefit us.
0: So. Uh, what would they look like if we were to see them face-to-face? Do they have a physical body, or or, or what exactly do they look like?
1: They're Nordic-looking. They're 9 or 10 foot tall. They're always looking like in their 30s because they don't age at all. They can regenerate their body tissues and cells and organs. They can perform all the miracles as performed by Christ, as documented in the Bible. They can use telepathy to communicate with Machado Marquet, the author of the book. They can materialize objects. They can levitate. They can heal all the different diseases we can imagine. So they are masters of um, the universe, I would say.
0: Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Um, So what are your thoughts on the the CE5, the contact that people make? Um, th- through meditation? Um, do, I mean, some people have reported magical healings, um, things that have happened in front of them where people go to the doctor the next day and and tumors are completely gone and cancer is completely gone. Um,
1: would that be them that's doing
0: this type of thing or or is there others as well?
1: Well, uh, there may be others too because a lot of diff- different ET races, may have healing abilities as written by a lot of others. And I believe that's true because once we evolve, at a certain level, we know how to heal ourselves. Um, Ancient uh, masters, spiritual masters, can also do that as well. The qibu masters in China can do that too. Healers in the US and around the world can do that as well. So as well as we know how to use uh, the human energy field or or connecting our higher self effectively, we can heal ourselves and we can also heal others. The way to do that is to use our body as a conduit or as a carrier for the healing energies to pass on to the person to be healed um, but also the ets the friendly ets may also be healing well as, as well uh, so they can go so we can go either either way so we can heal ourselves and also the ets can help us to heal as well
0: okay all right um, so it does talk about some ets that haven't crashed here on earth um, and they're more way more more advanced um, what is what are some of the the races that are far more advanced that we haven't seen craft of yet that, that
1: have crashed well the most the most uh, specific one that i can name off is the Theobans, uh, as which uh, is written extensively by author michelle Marquet in the book Theoba prophecy so they actually have been visiting us throughout history uh, since the ancient past. And they established direct communications with uh, the ancient civilizations, most notably the um, people on the continent of Lemuria about 14,500 years ago until, I mean, that's when they um, kind of sunk into the ocean. And they actually were, the, the people on Lemuria were building statues to commemorate the ETs from Theoba So that's why they built the statues on Easter Island, the Moas on Easter Island. So a lot of ancient civilizations could be explained, and a lot of the paranormal events and mysteries on Earth could be unveiled by reading this book, Theobar Prophecy.
0: Okay, so a lot of the, the statues, like I was going to bring up the Easter Island, but you had said that. Um, but like other other uh, continents, like say the Olmecs and people in the Aztecs, all those figures, they're all based off of E.T., uh, w- of what they look like, correct? That's what those are for all over, I'm guessing?
1: Well, not necessarily. For, for example, the Aztecs and also the Mayans, uh, they were colonized by the people on Lemuria. Ancient civilization that once existed on Earth about uh, 250,000 years ago, until 14,500 years ago. Um, so that ancient civilization on the moria um, had people to colonize people in different parts of the world. For example, the Indians, the the, the people in India nowadays, India, and uh, the uh, people, the Native Americans in South America, Central or Latin America. So. Like, uh, we have to distinguish the ETs from advanced people from ancient civilizations.
0: Okay, that makes a lot of sense.
1: Um,
0: so there are also here, the, one of the big things to this prophecy is, is the warnings. Um, could you walk us through the different warnings that have been shown to us uh, throughout history and throughout our time?
1: Yes, the, most, uh, the earliest one would be actually when uh, humankind first came to Earth. Uh, we all came from different planets. Uh, the blacks and the yellows came from a planet called Makaratti. Uh, the yellows landed on um, um, what's now today's uh, Myanmar, and the blacks landed uh, in Australia. And there was a separate group from the blacks that went to Africa, and they, um, the clergy, established like a religion, uh, keeping people ignorant about the true spiritual development that they needed to do. So, the classes were divided or were <laughs> classes, different classes of people came about. And the ETs warned about the clergy, the, the priests, by um, sending like a dream to the head priest. And some of them listened, some of them didn't. And for those who didn't listen, they kind of distracted them. And um, kind of they're in a way trying to kind of um, help people to know the real ways of developing spiritually. They also tell us right now that the true dangers on Earth right now are number one, money, number two, politicians, number three, um, journalists and drugs, and number four, religions. Um, so they have been kind of uh, intervening in the past, like destroying the two cities, Sodom and Gomorrah, and helping Moses. To, um, to lead the Hebrews out of Egypt because the um, Egyptians were kind of res- um, containing or, or restricting the spiritual development of the Hebrews. So that's why they decided to send Moses to us to lead the Hebrews who were living in a spiritual life to escape from the clasp of the um, evil pharaohs. So that's why they helped Moses. Um, They helped Moses by parting the sea of reeds, not the Red Sea, but the sea of reeds, and also giving manas to the Hebrews to eat. So there was a kind of a very detailed description of how that event, Exodus, came about. They also sent Jesus to us and also um, Christ. Um, According to them, there are two different beings, two different people. And that kind of explains why there's no record in the Bible of Jesus performing miracles before the age of 30. And why there's the tomb of Jesus Christ in Shingo village, Japan. Um, Because Jesus born out of Virgin Mary couldn't perform miracles. He went to India and died in Japan. But Christ uh, is uh, someone actually was an ET who performed miracles just to show people, just to convince people the importance of uh, living a spiritual life, and he died on the cross and resurrected three days after just to show that there's a reincarnation, there's life after death. But as we all know, the um, concept of reincarnation was later removed from the Bible.
0: So we know today that there's a lot of negative things that are happening. I mean, we're a war-torn people. Um, nuclear weapons are starting to be a really big thing um and and, i mean multiple different countries are at war with each other um have they have they said how we can we can fix these issues how we can you know go above and beyond nuclear weapons and stop the fighting have
1: they said anything that can help us that way yes the answers are in the book (laughs) i mean have knowledge and also have concerted actions and to voice the opinions to the government if the government doesn't listen we can um, we can do something about it uh, nonviolently. Um, and uh, the key word is nonviolent means. Um, so, um, if you really think about the four true dangers on earth, number one is money. Uh, the people don't want to go to war. But if you were like a, a shareholder of a defense company or a military industrial complex, then you would want to have wars because uh, you have to earn a living you have to make a profit out of it you have to create certain conflicts so that people or countries can fight against each other so money is the root of all, of all that will see I agree. I, and yeah so so that's the root cause of all the issues on earth um, and there are ways to resolve that uh, is it's just to they give a very interesting sample is that um, on a different planet? Four people preached about peace, love, and spirituality near a dictatorship government, a totalitarian regime, and um, as you can imagine, they were shot to death by the guards of the um, of the country of the government. Uh, but a few months later, people came to realize what happened, and people. Um formed collective actions or conservative actions and had a strike. Everyone joined them. The police, um, the doctors, and also the lawyers, and, and also people in different industries joined force nonviolently, protested against the government. And if if you really think about that, that's a very effective means to change uh, everything that we everything that we see as uh, as uh, doing damage to us because uh, the poor people will lose very little, but the rich, the super wealthy would lose would lose huge because they depend and rely on the labors of the commoners, the, the people in order to profit themselves. So if no one works for them, then they have to listen to the ways of the people, the government, the uh, the financiers, they have to cave in to the demands of the people. So the answers are in the book, and as I just mentioned briefly. So I think if people are interested, they can check out the book and to learn about it.
0: OK, absolutely. Um, it's definitely an interesting book, and it touches on a lot of different things that are going on in today's uh, field. You know, I know a lot of people are interested in this. Um, the book also goes over a bunch of different really um, cool technologies. But uh, Philip Corso was uh, an individual that stated that ETs gave us technology, um, and they slowly distributed it out to different companies throughout the world to uh, back engineer and and produce it throughout the throughout the world. Um, is that Do you know if that there's any truth behind that, and if that's how you know uh, we've we've gained um, as far as technology goes?
1: Yes, definitely. I agree with him. But uh, they they got the technologies from the Greeks, the, the our peers, uh, people from category one planet, not a category nine planet. Category nine planet uh, is the highest category in the universe. We got the technologies from the our peers. Um, the reason that the author Michel de Marquet was uh, chosen, uh, one of the reasons was that he was not a scientist or a physicist, because according to the Theobans, if they took like a physicist or scientist to their planet, then we would have been able to reverse engineer a lot of their technologies and uh, to build weapons and to distract ourselves. We have to learn how to evolve uh, spiritually first and then develop technologies that can benefit our spiritual development, not the other way around. Um, So this is the reason why they this is one of the reasons why they chose a landscaper, like a farmer out of Australia, a remote city in Australia, to their planet and not the, not a physicist like uh, <laughs> like some of the well-known ones that we all know about.
0: Right, absolutely. Um, so do you think that, you know, with the UFOs that have crash landed like Roswell and, and others, for example, do you think that we have already back-engineered that technology and we are flying our own type of UFOs in a sense?
1: Yes, I think unfortunately there's a reality because uh, I do think, this is just my personal opinion, I do think there are two different kinds of um, UFOs or UAPs. One is the uh, the real ones uh, who uh, kind of uh, help us uh, and mentor us and, and to lead us to uh, the spiritual path. And the other is uh, the um, probably... Made by the military-industrial complex just to scare people and cause a lot of cattle mutilations and those kind of things. And I think people need to have the knowledge to distinguish the two. Um,
0: Now, with the, I mean, the big thing that happened was in two thousand four with the Nimitz on uh, off the California coast. um, They were seeing things every day out while they were doing maneuvers. Um, Do you think some of those were us testing? uh, here I'm just saying, but it's us re-engineered some UFO craft, and it's us flying them and kind of testing it against ourselves in a sense, and not letting the other person know.
1: Well, I, I kind of, um, I don't know much about that event, but uh, if you if you look at the book, if you if people read the book uh, carefully, think uh, about proxies, they're going to see how they're monitoring us, how they come to see us, um, and to establish contact they use um, a parallel universe, like a portal, to uh, come and present themselves. So they don't do that uh, frequently because uh, they wanted us to help ourselves first because um, that's the way to learn more effectively. If they provide all the solutions or the answers, um, then we wouldn't um, be able to learn as much because, um, because um we wouldn't remember uh, and to evolve um, on our own. Um, I think uh, there's a very interesting analogy given by Daniel Hsien or Daniel Hsien, the former counsel for the Disclosure Project. Uh, Biologists uh, saw a butterfly like um, trying to come out of a cocoon and the butterfly was struggling and trying to come out. And out of um, kind heart and compassionate heart and, the biologist uh, opened the cocoon up. So the butterfly, a rare species, it's a very rare species, um, came out, And but the butterfly couldn't fly because it had to go through the struggling process on itself, itself in order to be able to survive and fly. So this is uh, the st- state of um, us, uh, mankind on Earth. We have to struggle and to go through this process of um, development in order to succeed in our eventual survival on Earth.
0: That makes complete sense. I mean, we've done it with with vaccines and then overcoming different illnesses and sicknesses and learning as we build our own technology. Um, So that makes complete sense. Um, Excellent information. Um, I want to go ahead and take our quick break now Um, when we get back, we can kind of get into more of the spirituality and maybe some things that are kind of going on in today's field with the whistleblowers and get your opinion on some of that as well. Um, So let's go ahead and take our quick break and we'll be back right after these messages. (music) Introducing the new and sought-after book, Spiritual Consciousness, A Personal Journey, by author and experiencer Kevin J. Briggs. See the photos of what Kevin witnessed and links for the book at ufoencountersworldwide.wordpress.com or in the description of the episode below. Again, that Spiritual Consciousness, A Personal Journey, by Kevin J. Briggs. This is your host, Jesse Peak. Check out our official website at ufoencountersworldwide.wordpress.com. Read up on UFO articles, including abductions, close encounters, sighting cases, megalithic structures, and more. Also, check out our new Facebook group. You'll get updates on guests every week, new events coming up, and our schedule of who we're gonna have on in the future. Again, that's UFO Encounters Worldwide Facebook group and our website at ufoeencountersworldwide.wordpress.com. UFO Encounters Worldwide would like to announce our brand new home at the UnX Network. Listen to us every Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear UFO Encounters Worldwide podcast. That's on the UnX Network.
1: UFO Encounters Worldwide wants to hear from you. Have an experience or a sighting you want to share? Contact your host, Jesse Peake, at UFO Encounters Worldwide at gmail.com today.
0: Looking to get some UFO merchandise? We'll get some UFO Encounters worldwide, official stickers, and we also have pins. Check out our selection, DM us or email us if you're interested for inquiry, and we'll show you our selection. All pins and stickers are $3 each and $1 shipping, or you can mix and match any five for $10 in free shipping. DM us or send us an email if you're interested. All right. Welcome back to the second half of episode 99. We're sitting down with our special guest, Samuel Chung. Uh, we We're talking about the Theoba Prophecy. Um, now, in the in the prophecy, it does talk about, um, you know, humans um, as we grow spiritually will grow up in, through the higher levels. Um, what are these higher levels? Are they consciousness higher levels? Uh, could you kind of explain it for us a little bit?
1: Well, in the universe there are nine different categories of planets we are currently living on category one planet the lowest category like elementary school dudes, elementary school students um, and there are like uh, other categories like category nine where the Theubans or jewels came from uh, the highest category and uh, once we evolve spiritually once we learn all the spiritual lessons we can move up the ladder to a category two maybe category three planet. And as we move up the ladder, the physical conditions are going to be much better on different planets, uh, on higher category of planets. When Michel de Marquet went to Theoba, he felt that, like he was in a paradise. He didn't want to come back to Earth. Um, he was uh, After he came back, um, he was always looking forward to go back to Theoba, the category nine planet again. Um, but um the thing is um we have to learn the different lessons and be ready to move up the ladder. Um until then we have to be to 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 kind of survive and to, to suffer on category one planet, use the word kind of um, um, interestingly, uh, we have to suffer in a more harsher environment here on Earth. Um but uh, once we become masters like the Buddha or or spiritual masters like Sai Baba, or we can we can just uh, uh, when we die our after body will move on, and to uh, uh, when we reincarnate, we can we can live on a different category of planet.
0: Okay, so we so there is the reincarnation aspect of, of moving to another planet, another life. With this, yes, okay. that's right. Great, excellent. Um, now it does talk about uh, different places, and I wanted to get your opinion on this as well, such as Skimwalker Ranch. Um, there's ranches in the south that are similar to that. There's the Bermuda Triangle. Um, there's different places all over that are forbidden or weird things kind of happen. Um, wh- what is your opinion on what that is exactly, and 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 you know why it's doing what it is?
1: So I think that there are natural phenomena uh, around on Earth that. Uh, people kind of uh, don't know what really happened. Uh, For example, in the Bermuda Triangle, planes and ships and people do disappear and vanish. And so are specific spots or cluster areas in the national parks in the U.S. and Canada as documented by David Pilatus. So this is just a natural phenomenon. And uh, those are warps or portals into a parallel universe and people or animals or planes and ships near the portals or works get sucked into the parallel universe and inside of a parallel universe time stops and people don't feel any hunger or pain or thirst so Michel de marquet in the book theuba prophecy actually describes what it is like inside of a parallel universe he went inside because the ETs, the UFOs or UAPs used parallel universe as a hiding place so that people on Earth wouldn't be able to see them. Um, so they used parallel universe as a tool to come in and out of Earth. And I, I want to bring attention to a, a PhD a doctor, um, Dr. Wilbur Allen. Um, he used to work for the White House as an um, Air Force uh, I think pilot or something. He, he had uh, developed a unique way of um, pinpointing the specific locations of the portals or parallel universe in space using telescopes and infrared cameras. And I, I would suggest everyone to check it out because he specifically pinpointed the, the locations in the sky where UFOs or UAPs come in out. Um, So this is just a part of natural phenomenon as used by the ETs as a tool to visit us and to appear. So I think that can explain some of the things or strange things that happen in uh, in different locations, as you mentioned.
0: Yeah, I'm very familiar with uh, Dr. Wilbur Allen's work. Um, He'll actually be coming on the show, I think, in September, October. Um, And I've seen him, you know, with these telescopes looking at the particular areas in the sky and then seeing these craft come out of nowhere. Um, It's 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 quite mind blowing. And and he has that YouTube channel with all the different videos on it. Very, very intriguing for sure. Um, So I wanted to uh, kind of go down a different little path. Um, There's people like Travis Walton. um, There's the Cash Landrum case um, where, where these different individuals have kind of. Um, for example, the Capsulandrum case, the, the family, they got radiation poison and kind of had some ill uh, ailments due to the exposure from the UAP. Um, is that, And and same with Travis Walton, he was kind of, um, he was struck down and, and they did some testing on him. Are these things done mistakenly to look as negative or or can you kind of explain that for us?
1: You know, yeah. Um, I would say that the ETs who monitor and mentor us wouldn't do such things to people on Earth um, because they know the dangers to the physical bodies of human beings. When Michel de was on their spacecraft, he was um, given protections, and they actually um, changed the um, gravities of um, the um, the spacecraft so that Michelle de Marquet would feel comfortable and they disinfected him using yellow light and blue light that caused no harm to his body, but at the same time killed all the bacteria and viruses in his body. And if you look at the the studies by Harvard Medical School, you're going to see that blue light has uh, antibacterial and antiviral effects and yellow light also does the same um, by a different study by another university. So they, Constantly help and protect Michel de Marquet, and just to make sure that he is comfortable. And even after he landed on the planet Theoba, he was told to wear like a facial mask, like sunglasses, to filter out the strong lights and colors, so that he could um, um, like not feel fainted by the colors and lights. And he was given precaution and warned, uh, telling him not to be careful when moving around because the gravity on that planet is. Uh, lighter or uh, less stronger than on earth. So they took great care of him and telling him all the knowledge about the healing methods and and things that he can do to improve his um, physical and spiritual development. Um, The other cases that you just mentioned, I think just my personal opinion, I think those uh, um, probably not uh, from the ETs, and uh, the real ETs because um, I think with the advancement of technology and reverse engineering, the military and the government may have uh, special advanced technologies to imitate or to simulate uh, UF or UAP spacecraft and to make people believe that they were being abducted or communicated by the ETs if they if there was any harm caused someone. Um, so another example is that my friend in Los Angeles in Orange County. She had an encounter with a grace uh, in Yosemite National Park, but she didn't feel any threat or, or, or harm caused on to her, even though she was she had an implant. Um her injuries were fully healed by the grace and um, Everything went really well after the encounter herself. So even the greys were not really causing any harm to us, according to her personal encounter and a lot of the other cases that I know I, I have known for. So I think uh, if uh, the few cases in which people were harmed and uh, kind of radiated by the radiation or something like that, I, I think I, it would raise like a doubt to me whether that's. The encounter from the uh, um, with the real ETs or, or or is is a simulation by the government.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say because there's there's a lot of stories of the government reverse engineering and and acting as if there's the real ETs and doing this to people to cause the Um and that would make complete sense because they say that you know at least ninety five percent is is all positive experiences and there's that small five percent that people claim is negative. Um, So like with uh, Travis Walton, when he was he walked over to the craft, the light kind of hit him, uh, but they were getting ready to take off anyway. And it was an accident. um, So I wasn't sure, Um, you know, just wanted to get your opinion on that. But also there's the reptilians that a lot of people talk about in Antarctica and claim that these reptilians are under the ground and have worked with the Nazis back in World War Two. What is your opinion on them?
1: Those are really good science fiction stories. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think reptilians, reptilians exist. They may exist in any form, but I don't think they're really like a threat to the people or to mankind on Earth. Because, you know, people say that the reptilians control the Illuminati. Uh, they don't. Uh, I mean, the, like, there's a Dutch banker who used to work for members of the Illuminati, and he said there are no uh, reptilians around because... It's just the uh, high degree members of the Illuminati, they have supernatural or super psychic powers to use mind control and to kill people. You're just using their mind. Um, I think reptilians are just people's imagination and and trying to make an enemy and and cause some kind of um, fear or things like that.
0: Okay, okay. Um, So there's a lot of um, some pretty cool uh, ET technologies that they talk about in this book. Um, could you kind of go through some of the different ones that you really don't hear about and for, kind of for the audience so they can get an idea of uh, the different things that are coming from it?
1: Yeah, I mean, in terms of the ET technologies, um, um, the ones that are revealed to the, revealed to the author, Michelle de Marquea, are the ones that can really benefit us in a very in- inexpensive way and effective way. For example, using colors to heal different diseases. And we increase our psyche, our astral um, body, or the human energy field. Um, there's a study, um, as mentioned in this book, Think About Prophecy, that if people watch the color pink for about, know, fifteen minutes or thirty minutes, um, and the person's muscle muscle strength would be reduced by thirty percent. And uh, so colors really affect humans. Uh, psyche and uh, physical health. And this is something to to be to pay attention to. And actually, color therapy or chromotherapy was really popular in the 1920s. Uh, back then in the U.S., until the discovery of uh, bio- antibiotics. Um, you know, if I were the shareholder of a big pharmaceutical company, I wouldn't promote color therapy because it's too. Uh, inexpensive and too effective to uh, to help to grow my antibiotics business. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> there are other technologies that are being rebuilt by the ETs, like uh, um, which I think Elon Musk should uh, uh, pay attention to. Which is if you really, if you really want to uh, travel in space at a very fast speed, you would need to have an uh, antimatter gun to destroy or to neutralize the space dusts or small meteorites um, that may impact your spacecraft. And this is told to Michel de Marquet that they used antimatter guns um, when they travel at a speed a few times faster than speed of light. And they didn't really disclose any technologies that would destroy ourselves. Um, for example, when Michel de Marquet asks them how fast can they travel and how many times the speed of light, they uh, refused to respond to Michel de Marquet's uh, question because they, they think that this knowledge would uh, kind of help the physicist um, to, to harm us uh, eventually. Um, they also disclosed that uh, the U.S. government, uh, at least by the year by when the book was published, was trying to develop uh, a time machine and they were helping the the u.s government trying to develop successfully a time machine um, by pointing out that they should focus more on the frequencies of vibrations not on uh, wavelengths Um, because um, there's a way to 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 develop the time machine successfully is to match the vibrational frequencies of a cocoon or psychosphere that rotates at the speed, seven times the speed of light, which records everything that happens on a planet. Um, <clears throat> so this is what some people would call the Akashic Record. So if you match the frequency or the vibrations of this cocoon, you can go back to um, to the past. Michel de Marquet was led to the past and he actually witnessed what happened 14,500 years ago um, in his astral form. So, we have our physical body and we also have our astral body. So, his astral body went to the past and visited, um, like, the continent of Lemuria and he saw what happened on that continent in which a successful civilization was um, um, kind of uh, living at that time in which people didn't need to pay anything and there was no money and um, they just grabbed whatever they needed from the marketplace because no one took advantage of each other. And um, he also saw they were using anti-gravitational technologies to, to transport the huge stones He was also told how the Great Pyramid was built using a supersonic vibratory system to cut the huge stones in a very precise manner. So a lot of technologies, ET technologies were brought up in this book. And I think people interested in learning more should focus on that.
0: That's really interesting you brought the the point up about using the frequency and the vibration to levitate boulders because in the ancient astronaut theory, that's something they they harp on pretty big, Um, especially with the precision cuts where you can't even take a piece of paper and put it between the stones. Um, Very interesting for sure. so I, something I look into in a project that I started, it's called Project Bat Tech 404. And we look into um, electrical malfunctions that are associated with UFO sightings. We hear it a lot where airplane engines have stopped when UFOs have been clear. And then when they go away, they kick back on um, or car batteries or engines die. Um, do you know what 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 is causing that? Is it the technology that that's that's doing this by accident or or do you have any idea?
1: Well, uh, it's really not uh, mentioned in this book because Michel de Marquet was not a scientist. Uh, he was just a landscaper, like a farmer. Okay. Um, but he was told that uh, we should really commercialize hydrogen engines and not to rely on the existing kind of source of energy because we are polluting our planet, and if we don't change, we're going to um, like cause uh, irreversible irre- irreversible harm to, to the environment. I would say that the that phenomena you just mentioned were probably caused by the electronic electromagnetic forces of the UFO or UAP crafts. Um, but on the other hand, I think we should focus more on the things that we can um, benefit the people on earth, such as uh, reducing the environment, environmental pollution. And actually they say that the hydrogen engines had been developed a long time ago um, by scientists but they're kind of um, siphoned or maybe kind of um, neutralized by, by the oil companies and right. uh, and and i think it's very interesting that if you really think about it water molecules are composed of hydrogen and highly oxygen atoms if you can just match the vibrational frequencies Uh, use the frequency vibrations to break the covalent bond between hydrogen and oxygen atoms. You can actually split water molecules into, um, and and use the hydrogen as a clean energy source. And this is what they have been telling us to do. And the key is to commercialize such technologies. And, um, And I think the key is to be altruistic and not to patent such technologies because once you patent it, they're gonna know and um, they're either going to buy you off or going to make you disappear. The way is to kind of broadcast such technologies to as many people as possible so that it will be impossible for the organized uh, commercial interest groups to, or special interest groups to to make the technologies disappear again.
0: Right. yeah, It all goes back to the money is the root of all evil, like you talked about earlier. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, if it, I mean, there was Tesla with the free energy and they completely stole all of his information before his kids could even get to his apartment when he passed away. Um, there was that gentleman, I think about 10 or 20 years ago, who made the vehicle out of water that ran on water. Um, yeah. and you didn't hear very much about that after it hit the news one time. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, Sally Meyer, Sally Meyer. Yes. Yep.
0: Yep. Um, so to kind of moving to forward to today, um, do you think that the new uh, investigative office for the government, Arrow, is actually going to bring anything to light, or is it just another Project Blue
1: Book? I think it's a very good step to move forward, because we have to admit that uh, people who believe in U.S. rules or the existence of ETs, it's just a very small group of people, and and um, i think this the government uh hearings more and more people uh, will realize that there's something out there and deserves uh, special attention because if you like like people like our generations like i'm, I'm 45 so we know about this but the younger generations uh, they probably uh, don't necessarily pay much attention to it they are more relying on the uh, mobile phone technologies or the internet, uh, the uh, some of the um, the efforts by the media companies that are influenced by them. So <laughs> I, I think we have to get uh, more people's attention. And I think the congressional hearings uh, are a very really good step. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think
0: it's at least giving it some the spotlight, so more people can get informed with the proper information. Um, so, what are your thoughts on uh, David Rush coming forward and giving the information that he did in the last hearing? If you've seen that or not?
1: Well, I think uh, he's a very credible witness that's going to convince a lot of uh, the non believers, especially the non believers who sounded very author- authoritative and sounded very scientific. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, those are the people who uh, most people believe in, the, the authoritative figures like. Uh, Anthony Fauci, things, people like those people, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. so we have to like be able to um, use it uh, as an uh, advantage to spread the information and the words out to to the people who really rely on the mainstream media. Yeah, I, I completely
0: yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, well, I want to thank you for coming on today. And do you want to tell everybody where they can follow you at, where they can get the book, and and some of the information that you've looked into, and follow you as well?
1: Yeah, they can search uh, me on Google or on Facebook, Samuel Chong C H O N G, and also they can get a book on Amazon, um, Theoba Prophecy T H I A O O U B A Prophecy, to get a physical copy. And they can also kind of, um, um, I think this reading the book is the best investment I ever made in my entire life, because it really teaches me how to respond to the challenges in my life. And I think it's invaluable um, regarding the information contained in the book. Uh, I strongly encourage people to check it out.
0: Yeah, it sounds great. I mean, that's what Chariots of the Gods did for me by von Danikin. So now I'm looking forward to reading this one if it's another one just like that. So <laughs> um, I'm sure a lot of people would go ahead and check that out now um, because all the topics we talked about today are extremely important topics um, that people are interested in. So, um, But I do want to thank you, Samuel, for coming on today and sharing this information because it's a wealth of knowledge and it's good good information to get out to the public. Um, so thank you for coming on and sharing that with us. Thank you. No problem. Um, and I want to thank everybody for listening to today's episode. Uh, we'll be back next week with our another special guest from Ancient Aliens. Um, you'll have to tune in to find out. And uh, until next time, remember to keep your eyes in the sky. Well, I want to give a big thank you to Samuel Chong for coming on today and discussing the Theoba Prophecy and going over some of the things that were involved in that book, such as ET-friendly mornings, the ET technology, how many different races there are here, um, very interesting stuff for sure so go ahead and, and, and make sure you go check out Samuel Chong and his work um, you can find him on Facebook um, and see his work over there so thank you again Samuel uh, next week to celebrate our 100th episode of UFO Encounters Worldwide we have special guest Michael Masters from Ancient Elliot which should be a very interesting episode I know a lot of you guys are looking forward to that so that's very exciting And make sure you go check out the new bestseller at BMK Publishing, A Spiritual Consciousness, A Personal Journey by author and experiencer Kevin J. Briggs. You can go over and get your copy at www.kevinjbriggs.com or over at our website at ufoencountersworldwide.wordpress.com. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in to today's episode. And as we always say, until next time, remember to keep your eyes in the sky.